Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now if it takes 15 people eight hours to make 100 items how many hours will it take six people working at the same rate to make half as many items Dude, it's like impossible. Three little letters. You found on 11:40. This is as bad as me, man. What'd you tell your parents? I lied. You've never been so proud, son. Dude, 143. That's what I scored. It can define your status. Did you see my dad's truck in the driveway? It says Matthews and Son septic on it. If I don't get into Maryland, my life. It can change your life. You need a 900 on the SAT. And completely. What if I mess it up again? You won't. We're very proud of you, honey. Stress you out. Time! <laughs> I was gonna go to class before I got... <laughs> Six different students. Now, maybe we thought this was bigger than us one-on-one, -on -one, but there's no way it's gonna beat all of us together. With six different dreams. Maybe we should all say exactly why we're here. The SAT is racist. What? Who created the test? Rich white guys. Who scored the highest on the test? Asian chicks. <laughs> Middle-class Asian girls who watch less than hour of television a day. And one last shot at the perfect score. I have an idea. You want to steal the answers to the test. A lot of kids struggle with the SAT. That doesn't justify thievery. No matter what happens, when you get out of that room, you're still going to be you, man. The test is going to change that. You've assembled a crack team, Chief. Uh, what are we doing? Welcome to Recap and Gown, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish. The class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. I was just thinking it's been a year. It's been a year. this lockdown stuff. I remembered, I was remembering back, and like the last time I was in a bar, oh God. like a restaurant without a, a piece of cloth over my face, was pretty much a year from today. Yeah. And it was, I was watching the NBA, and uh, they announced that Rudy Gobert had tested positive, and then they After, canceled like, the whole season. COVID. <laughs> and all like these COVID people, denier. And all these people at the bar looking at each other like, I think I'm going to this thing might be real i think i'm gonna go home now it's one person at a time until yeah. the place emptied out and then that was it 
ever since. Yeah. I was just I was just thinking about that today. It was an interesting thought. It's weird. It's weird. I remember yeah. when we first started talking about doing this was shortly after that because it was like one of the first times I took my son for a walk um, that year when it was like warm enough to, which was right around this time. And I called you during the walk and I'm like, we should probably do a podcast. And then everything shut down like a day later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'm like, yes, we, yes, we should. Cause there's nothing else to do and, and, that, and this will be fun. Yeah. Yes. We will be. Yeah. At home. yeah. Man, a year. Uh, joining us from the class of 03. She is one half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan? Hey guys. Um, I'm a little tired today. It's Uh-oh. gonna be a struggle. Oh boy. We'll just drink some. I, more. Um well so. no, no, it won't. <laughs> I last night I did Shits Creek trivia. Oh um, that with was Tanya. Well, there was only four other people who were in the bar and also playing. Oh. Which it's okay. I'm I'm fine with distance and less and not a lot of people. So well, how'd you do? Um we we won third place. Oh. You said <laughs> one, I got excited then third place. Well, you finished in third place. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. Well, you know, we can't all be winners, huh? Uh, rounding up the two-step, this podcast chief monorail and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Uh, not much. Um, I took a lovely little nap before the podcast. Because you were 80. Yeah. While watching the season finale of... Uh, Better Call Saul season five. Like we've been oh. so excited oh, yeah. to get it, and I just was some shits going down. People are oh, getting boy. shot, and I just mm, oh, sound sleep. Out cold. Snoozing. Okay. <laughs> Resting okay. your eyes. Um, a little yeah. little housekeeping here. If my voice sounds weird, it's because I did not have one two days ago. I fully lost it. Was walking around basically trying to revive my sign language training from college because I had legit no voice. So uh, bear with me here. It might sound great. I don't know. I, it probably sounds bad. But you know what? I'm going to soldier on for you, our loyal listeners. And this week, Dave, what are we talking about? Well, you know how I love the MTV Films contributions during this era. I don't know um, why. I, I thought they were good <laughs> then. I, I thought I really liked these movies back, back then because I was a dumb teenager but uh the perfect score from 2004 it's a good rhyme uh you can see it uh if you have amazon prime you can stream it for free pluto tv if you can navigate that nightmare of an app good luck. it's uh, it's bad is it, still it's, a, is it still a streaming thing because i yes. know like sometimes there's questions like is it still or is it like it's it is, online only like, uh, it's it's streaming on, on the app but you can't search mm-hmm. you have to just Kind of scroll through all the comedy movies what? or drama. I, I don't know. It's terrible. It's a why they, bad because because they want you to suffer. I don't know for the, for the free content. It's um, like I, yeah. It's like doing content back in like the nineties. Yeah, right. it's right. on GeoCities. Uh, iTunes, YouTube, Voodoo, Voodoo, Google Play. Mm-hmm. If you want to pay, you, you can you, you can do that. This is one of the worst synopses. <laughs> that I've ever oh. seen before. It is, it is oh, that wrong. Um, let's see, here we go. <sighs> College is up next for a group of high school friends. So Francesca, the most daring of the group, suggests they steal SAT questions in order to increase their odds of getting into good universities. Hoop star Desmond, Studley Kyle, working class Maddie, 
Stoner Roy and Foxy Anna sign on for the scheme. But uh, getting into the test facility after hours proves trickier than any multiple choice. They did not fucking watch this. It's wrong. The whole thing is not watch this. They weren't friends. It wasn't Francesca's idea. Uh, You know, I I don't know that Kyle... They didn't want to get into good universities for the most part. A couple of them did. I I don't know that Kyle is studly. I don't know that Maddie's working class. I don't know that Anna's main characteristic is that she's foxy. It's a mess. Yeah. Well, I was going to comment on like Kyle becomes Studley, but I don't want to give away who oh, plays him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good segue, Dana. Solid. Megan, who's in this? Well, if we're talking about the Studleys, uh, we got Chris Evans, who plays Kyle. And Erica Christensen plays Anna, who I Foxy's a stretch yeah. board, I think. Uh, yep. Um, Brian Greenberg plays Maddie Matthews. He's pretty good looking. Scarlett Johansson, if you're going to use the word Foxy, I think it's for her, who plays Francesca. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Darius Miles plays Desmond. Leonardo Nam plays Roy. Tyra Farrell? Mm. Farrell? Okay. Plays (laughs) Desmond's mother. Matthew Lillard. What is this, a (laughs) five-peat? So ridiculous. He just pops up in this fucking movie. It's amazing. He's the I, patron saint of the podcast. Yeah. 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 Him and Julia Stiles. He's Larry. He does literally nothing. Um, Vanessa Angel plays Anita. I don't know any of these other people. Does anyone Who else? Is Anita. I think you're good. Oh, is that I, one have no idea. So I just stopped reading it. That might have been like one of Francesca's dads. I think before. she works at the office. I think oh, she works okay. at the ETS office, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she, yeah. Vanessa she, Angel yeah. is somebody because. Bill immediately recognized her and like tried to explain to me who she was. Oh. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, I don't remember quick. her in this movie at all. But no, it's I, okay. I wish I didn't remember this movie in general. Let's quick go around the horn and give some <laughs> memories of this. If we have any from before the pod, Dana, you want to get us started? I did not know this movie existed. All until right. Dave suggested it to us. All right. That's my specialty. That's my specialty. <laughs> Classic Dave, uh, big sis. How mm. about you? You know what? MTV should just make 25-minute shows. Yes. Yeah, they can do the occasional um, reality show. Made was great. Sure, sure. But like in the reality, that was probably like 39 minutes of actual runtime and then like mm-hmm. the rest of commercials or some other nonsense. Commercials and musical um, But yes, this was my first time watching this as well. Okay. Dave, how about you? came out my senior year i remember um i don't know if i saw it in the theater if it was a vhs rental at some point and i remember thinking it was okay right. wait this is in a theater yeah. yes this is a theatrical 2200 release. screens this was a wide release wide release january Why? 2004 yeah i, I, I can't explain it um well they released it in january where movies go to you know not do well that, box right. office. it, it yeah. recouped only like 10 percent of its estimated budget <laughs> Too much. Um, yeah, I, I knew this movie existed. I'd never seen it. Um, I was trying to think of what movie I would have been in the theater watching when I watched the trailer for this one. I don't remember. I went to a lot of movies back then. But yeah, I remember seeing the trailer and just being like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. And then, uh, but for some reason, like recalled the plot and like knew what it was about. 
which is weird. But um, yeah, no actual memories of this movie, and that's probably for the best. Uh, Dana, did this make the grade for you, or should they have held this back? Um, <laughs> I think it gets like, well, this movie is all about getting a perfect score on the SAT. Um, they put their name, like they wrote their name and like filled in the things, right? So I think you get like a, an automatic 150 you for get that. 400, so you get 400 points for filling your name incorrect. Holy shit, that's way more than I expected. I've done so. the research. It's fascinating stuff. Fascinating. Okay. They get those 400 points. I'm going to give them those 400. They, they made a movie. They, they did Bravo. a film. Yeah. Kudos it to It is you feature guys. length. Uh-huh. And uh, there are actors in it. Oh, yeah. There are actors in this movie. All those things are true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big Sis has made the grade for you or should they have held it back? So again, if it was like a 22 minute episode, <laughs> I would have, I would have passed it. Like, it was just like a cool special or just like yeah, a like, just random show. Right. Like, right. It was just like an hour too long. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> If MTV made their own version of like Black Mirror and this is one off episode of for 22 minutes, I could be yeah. okay. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Dave, did this make the grade for you or should they have held this back? Nah, I was, like I said, I was a, I was a dummy when I was 17, 18 years old. And you big dummy. I, <laughs> I used to think MTV, I'm like, that's, that's cool. They'll make a cool movie, right? And I remember liking it and you watch it again. You're like, it's kind of cringy. It's kind of stupid. And, the entire premise, and we're, we're going to talk about it in a few minutes, it just doesn't work if you think about it. So, no, nah, not. nah, it's just a big meh, you know? Yeah, my God. Um, this oh, did not, oh, it's hard to say it didn't make the grade because, like, we've seen considerably worse things than this movie on the pod. Like, we've seen movies that I'm just like, Outside Providence, Dana. Mostly chosen by me. Yeah. That was a three and a half Here's hour the epic. Thing. Outside Providence, like, had some things. I don't know. Never mind. Not because from that movie, we don't need to do that no, anyway. That movie was a mess. I, I kind of felt like um, it wasn't like it was offensive. I wasn't ever, like, mad during it at, like, what they were doing on screen. It just wasn't funny. And um, for a heist movie, um, oddly enough way too much heist like <laughs> have like a lot of build-up to the heist and then like the i could use more is, heist to be honest the, the heist, heist itself was 45 fucking minutes of this movie i know you give me better you know, heist 10 better minutes heist. of heist is ideal 10 15 minutes of heist and then have kind of the rest of it be the training and the build-up and then like a five minute what happened after the heist business is great this was like the heist was basically done in real time. Like I don't need yeah. to see the entire thing play out like that, which really didn't help. Um, yeah, it wasn't, it gets like a D minus this, like it somehow got itself it a 61% and passed. Still passes. Like, okay. it, I mean, you are, I basically, you, I owe your parents a favor. So I'm letting you graduate is kind of where I'm going with this one. Cause it was bad, but not, not as bad as it could have been. That's a big favor. That's a wow. big favor. You're not wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, before we jump into our discussion here, do we have any fun facts about this movie? Tons, man. This is huh. so much fun. Um, this is the first of nine movies with uh, Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. Ooh. Se se oh, uh, seven well. of those were Marvel. 
Yeah. Um, this uh, there was this one, and then uh, if any of them you are familiar with the Nanny Diaries, I am not. Well, okay, that's a I, that's a movie. I, I will not. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I shan't. Oh, you shan't. <laughs> um, had, had you ever heard of the director Brian Robbins before? Do you recognize that name? Um, not name. the name, but the man, because he was on oh. head of the class, and I he used was to the show man. all the time as a kid. He started off as an actor. He's actually the current president of Nickelodeon. Um, Wild. And uh, he was a director before that. He also directed films such as Good Burger, Varsity Blues, and uh, Ready to Rumble, the WCW branded film with uh, David Arquette. David Arquette was the actual world champion for a week as a promotion of that movie. And that's why WCW went in the fucking crapper. Yeah, but he's, he's he's produced some movies that I've heard of, too. We've talked about uh, Summer Catch, mm-hmm. Big Fat Liar, Radio, Coach Carter. Oh, Jesus, Radio. Wild Hogs. And he, directed, and he directed and uh, produced some episodes of All That and Keenan and Kel. Um, okay. You're forgetting that he produced Norbit. So you guys are, you're welcome. I didn't oh. want to talk because he basically, toward the end of his directing career, did three Eddie Murphy movies that were terrible. Did and then didn't Pluto direct Nash? movies. In. He did not do Pluto Nash. Oh, thank God for him. It was basically Soul like Nor- Norbit, A Thousand Words, and one other one. I can't remember what the other one was. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look at and that just kind of ended his, his directing days. Yeah, that'll meet do it. Dave. Meet Dave. Yes, meet he Dave. He did meet Jesus Dave. Christ, the trifecta yeah. of Dookie. Oh, my God. <laughs> not not good. Right. Oh, yeah, make better choices. Uh. The real story of uh, Darius Miles is actually pretty much the same thing that happened here with a, a, a bit of a change. Um, he made the decision of uh, that his mother advocated against in real life. He didn't go to St. John's and went right into the NBA. I think he was drafted third overall. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also uh, – he played a basketball player in Van Wilder. Do you remember him? He's one of the yeah. guys in the locker room. Yeah. And Why the, is uh, he coach- an actor? He's not an actor. I don't understand this. He's just a when 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 when, when you need a basketball player to play a basketball player, he plays a good basketball player. But how about this? I guess. These actors are all five foot one. Get a guy who's like six foot three, who's also black, and be like, you're seven feet tall. No one's gonna know the difference. You can do no that. A basketball player for this. What are we doing? Go ahead and take that note down here. And we'll <laughs> the, keep that. Yes. Basketball scenes. Put him on a nine-foot hoop. Like we're not gonna know. We don't need an actual basketball player to play this role. That dude. We're gonna talk about him. That motherfucker cannot act. Right. True. And uh, the coach in that one scene where he's talking to the St. John's coach was the actual St. John's coach at the time. Oh, I like that. Mike Jarvis, but he was uh, fired before the movie came out. Oopsie. So Aww. bummer. Bummer. <laughs> it was. It was. It was tough. Tough times at St. John's. They were okay, but. Yeah, you have to do better and better and better to keep your job, and you just got fired. So, mm-hmm. um, let's see. Oh, Roger Ebert, of course. He, All right, he, he had he, he had to weigh in on this one. Two out of four stars. Uh, that's too many stars. Many. Yeah, that's too many. <laughs> he called the film uh, too palatable. It maintain it maintains a tone of light seriousness, and it depends on the caper too much for its entertainment value. So yeah, for, it's forty five minutes of caper, yes. and forty eight minutes of other stuff, and it needed more other stuff. Um, no, it just it just needed it just to be forty five minutes. Right, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> it, it went on to point out that uh, the perfect score was given a wide release, but uh, that the movie Better Luck Tomorrow, also an an uh, an MTV film release back from two thousand two, was given a microscopic release. I think he inferred it may have had something to do with the all Asian cast in Better Luck Tomorrow versus this Criminy. 
yeah. lighter. Well, what is this movie? List. Better luck tomorrow. Well, it's it's on the list. Is that a it's, play of like on the Joy Luck Club, which is also a big Asian film at the time? It's oh, high school kids, oh, uh, high achievers who do like petty crimes. It's well, we should be. Just, it's a yeah. Justin Lin joint of the Fast and Furious. Oh, thing. yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. one of the one one of the Fast and Furious characters originated from that movie. Oh, oh. is this the Han? Han? Yeah. Oh my it's god, same, I gotta watch Han. it. I gotta like do the complete. I'm trying to get a whole Fast and Furious good, Han situation. Good luck finding it. I it, I think it's Is it nowhere. I don't know if it's anywhere. I had some trouble. It's probably oh. on some streaming service somewhere. But Ooh, we'll John Cho, John Cho. I do like John Cho. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're back to the movie we were watching. Anyway, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, back to this piece of shit, Dave. Uh, <laughs> where do you want to get us started here? Why not start at the very beginning? At the beginning. That reminded me a lot of dead man on campus with the filled in bubbles just without the suicide so it was, it was less horrifying I, I was like is this gonna take a weird twist like i was like waiting and then no. it, was, it was i was like oh good we have shorter. like yeah we have like two minutes of uh weird animation then we'll we'll zoom in on one of the characters and it was much shorter than that it's like yeah. 30 seconds then it goes right into the test yeah um there was a bit of a deep moment that i wanted to talk about uh oh. roy is the um, narrator. You don't meet him until much later in the movie. Um, um, I will say that's one of my favorite parts of the movie, that he's the yeah. narrator. Roy himself? Oh, for sure. Oh, but he's the narrator. Sure. His narrator. Oh, no, he's, for, that he's the narrator. For pretty, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> standardized, he's talking about standardized testing. Standardized meaning they see us all the same. A kid is a kid is a kid. And uh-huh. it focuses on a kid like in a prep school and like a uniform. There's a kid going through a metal detector, supposed to be like an inner city school kid, and then a pregnant teenager treats us all the same. I'm like, that's kind of a deep statement right there. Mm-hmm. This is because these kids are, they don't come from the same background. It's obviously that there's going to be things keeping people back for whatever reason. And I thought it was kind of a strong image there. I don't know what you guys thought about that, or if, or if you noticed, you just went straight through it from there. The image was strong. Um, I didn't love that. We had to have like a black kid going through a metal yeah. detector at like a shitty inner inner city school with like the um like the blue filter on the camera. <laughs> I, didn't, right. I didn't need that. Yeah. Um there's a good point to be made about standardized testing, but this movie it it feels like it's kind of grabbing the low-hanging fruit and not really doing the best of a job. There's a there's a scene um where like Maddie goes on like a righteous tirade against standardized testing and how it's corrupt and blah, blah, blah. It felt yeah. a lot like a scene out of the big short where it's like, yeah. you know, they're, they're really kind of doing an exaggerated sort of a surrealist take on this. Yeah. Um, and that was okay, but it just, it, it seemed like they were sort of missing the focus a little bit here. Uh, there's also a part where Maddie really dismisses Desmond being like, hey, this test might have some racial biases. He's basically like racism doesn't He's like, oh here here we go. I'm like, yeah, oh, oh here comes the black guy seeing some black shit. And I'm like, you could what? Yeah. <laughs> so the movie doesn't really it it approaches a, a cogent point but doesn't quite land the plane. The image is strong though, I will I will say that much. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting, sorry to derail this early on, but it's interesting because the No Child Left Behind Act was, so my mom's an art educator. And so like standardized testing and all that like became like literally to a point of craziness. Um, yeah. 
I think right about the time that we were either graduating or right after. Um, but the No Child Left Behind Act came about in 2001. And so I'm like, this could have been interesting if they like went any like deeper, like you said, into kind of this idea yeah. of like standardized testing and what it does. Um, and I think it was like around the time where it actually could have, you know, like caused a little bit of chatter, but it just but left know. it on the table. Well, <laughs> while we're talking about No Child Left Behind, uh, Megan and Dave, do you remember that time when we were in high school and Jesse Jackson showed up with like a bunch of kids from CPS and made a big I sure show? do. I sure yep. do. Weird, huh? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Dana, you weren't there for this. When we no, were, I, I think it might have been senior year for us, junior or senior year. Um, Jesse Jackson uh, of the Rainbow Push Coalition showed up at our high school with a bunch of kids from Chicago Public Schools, which are like criminally underfunded, really poorly maintained school system, showed up at like our very fancy suburban high school, I think just to be like, look at how fucked up this is. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't wrong. Like, no, they they like nice. camped out. Yeah, they like camped out in the front lawn. It was like a whole deal. He made a very big deal. They, I, I want to say, they walked into our school and at our high school. If you walk in the main doors, we have a literal rotunda, like the Capitol has, <laughs> like yeah. it's a big, it's a big round space. The Capitol dome. You just look up. <laughs> yeah. and like, oh, I'm busy. It's, it's a big it's, round it's, space. There's yeah, a high big. dome. There's like a little observation deck on the second floor where you can look down onto the first floor. Um, and then if you walk straight through there, there's the library, but we didn't call it the library. It was the LMC, the Library, think, Media, library Center. Media Center. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so they walked in, Jesse Jackson and like these 30 or 40 really underprivileged, underserved kids from CPS, like walked in to stage a protest at our high school in the LMC. And we were all like, I, I, you're not wrong. Like, I, yeah, it's fucked up. I'm not sure what to tell you. We didn't do this. <laughs> like, yeah, so go to City Hall. Go it's, find the it's, not, it's not what everybody said. I remember there, oh, there were a lot of like, well, 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 there, like, there were a lot of parents who pay a lot of property taxes. Make sure yeah. this is a good, there's a good school. I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Naperville is a super white, very conservative area where a lot of the parents are like, look at these. Ni- uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how to finish this sentence. <laughs> Basically, the nitwits? A lot of it. Nitwits. Yeah. Look at these, these nice people. Nice yeah. These nitwits yeah. showing <laughs> up to our school. Right. Yeah. I, I need to see if I can find like um, a Naperville Sun article to post on our Facebook group that covered that going on. I remember it was quite an event when they showed up. That's something. I completely anyway. forgot. Weird. I'd completely, completely forgotten about that. Yeah. Um, oh, I did but, not. But yeah. Any kind of statement that, that they were trying to make about testing is like short and sweet they talk about over testing when he's talking to his mom they're like we're teaching the first graders how to fill in the bubbles i'm like that's eh, that's yeah. yeah. hyperbole it's it they aren't really but maybe they are i, I think we the had first scantrons in second right grade, i think but, yeah that's that's yeah. kind of true and the uh, teachers driving ferraris because Come they on. do do the right test i'm like i get it i get Come it on. Uh, that's no. not how this works no <laughs> The teachers then, don't get a big bonus. The school gets more funding if you do good on specialized on socialized testing, but it's not like it's some teacher is getting a hundred thousand dollar bonus or whatever yeah. driving around the Ferrari. True. That's yeah, that's an they exaggeration. A like hundred dollar bonus, I think we'd be excited, but like it's not even yeah. like there is nothing. My wife is a teacher, a hundred dollar bonus will go a long way to some dry erase markers and maybe a couple of notebooks for the kids. 
Do you remember those markers? They used to smell good. And used to, oh, yeah. What, what, what were those oh, called yeah. again? Mr. Sketch. Oh, Mr. Sketch. The, the Mr. Sketch, the scented marker, seems like a bad idea. Yeah, yeah I just, think that was illegal. Yeah. Um, and then they talked about for a moment that the test is uh, anti-girl. And then they quick they quickly got over that sentiment and just didn't talk about it talk about it anymore. Um, talked about it earlier for a moment, but the premise of this movie in general doesn't work, no. and you have to suspend <laughs> you have to suspend disbelief in a big way to make it work. Uh-huh. This is this entire movie. It lives under the assumption that everybody takes the same test, and that wasn't true. And when I took them in 2003, 2004, there were three, four, five different versions of the same test. Yeah. Um, it's impossible to steal an actual copy, several versions, and uh, everyone takes different questions. They're, or they're in a different order. So why, why even make the movie? You guys are right. I understand. <laughs> yeah. And also, they, they, I don't remember this. I mean, I, took the, I didn't take the SAT, I took the ACT in high school because i was i took to both in school i yeah. was staying home like I'm, I'm staying in the midwest i need an act and that's it but that's i smart. don't recall them just having like rolling act dates every two weeks where it's like oh i did bad i'll take it again in two weeks that no. didn't seem right to me no i mean we took it several times but we, we could have i took it once and i'm like mm, i'm good enough with this yeah uh, i maybe I took it three times, and that's like a, a thing that three I... Three times? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I thought I could improve my senior year. It was a waste of time. What? You're trying to prove a point? Yeah, I wanted three to get it. continue to increase my score. Mm. Um, but you, like, couldn't... Like, I think I took it twice junior spring and then one senior fall. But, like, it has to be done by, like, October at the latest. So that was also a complaint I had. Like, what's the timeline of this? Yeah. It's basketball season, but they haven't applied to colleges yet, and they're still taking yep. the SAT. It's not like they run it through the Scantron and give you the, like, the score right then and there. Like, you no, it is, to no. you. It is, it's, it's a problem in a lot of these college yes. movies or, or these high school to, to college movies. Everyone's applying in November, December, January of the year Man. before they're going, and that's just not how it ever happened. Everyone, I, I remember my, my, my parents being like, they're all – the applications are in by September and you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. I, I, when I applied to sweet. Iowa, um, yeah. I, I, I applied at, cause I am severe type B with pretty severe ADHD, not H, just regular ADD. I'm not hyper at all. I applied at like the latest possible date. And I remember we were going to Thanksgiving in California and I had sent my application in like two weeks earlier and I was constantly checking their website to make sure they had received it. Cause it was the latest date possible to apply. That's before basketball season starts. So like, I don't, these movies always do this where kids it's like may and kids are like, I don't know if I got in or not. Like, yes, you, you should, you, you didn't, if you don't know in may, may of your senior year. If you're wait, if you're waitlisted though, there sure. Yeah. We've never seen a kid waitlisted in one of these movies. They just don't know like, they got in. Yeah, because like, I was pretty far into like lacrosse season, still waiting to hear back from schools my senior year. Um, so like, it, I don't know, it, it depends. I just think also like, there can be like rolling times for admission or for the like application process. Because I had like waves of schools I was going to apply to and like the better ones have the earliest deadline medium and then like ones were like, Safety God, schools. I really hope I don't have to go here. Arizona um, State. 
Yeah, but then I like found the whole process so um, hard and waited to the end that I only applied to like the good schools. And I was like, Lord, someone, Satan, let me get into a school because I had no backup (laughs) plan. Like I applied to six schools and many of them were not, I was not good enough for them. So I'm very happy that I got into a college because I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I applied Mm -hmm. to three. I applied to one Ivy League school, one Big Ten school, and then uh, I'm not even, I think Missouri Valley Conference, uh, Illinois State was my safety school in case the Ivy League and Big Ten fail through. Um, I didn't get into yeah. the Ivy League school, guys. Yale didn't want me, but. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The ones I applied to didn't want me either. So that's uh, yeah. fun. When is an appropriate time for me to, to drop, um, if, if you remember my brother being on the podcast, yeah. He actually got Very a nice. perfect score. Did he twice oh, on the he ACT? The perfect score from the title of the God movie, the perfect damn. score. Wow. Like I was proud of my ACT score, but it wasn't perfect. Damn. Yeah. So remember, because we had to take it as part of actually the class. Like I want to say, like mm-hmm. yeah. was it junior senior year? Junior, yeah, it was junior it was, year. It we had to take spring it. Of, sp- spring of junior year. They're like, yep, it's just part of your class. You have to yeah. take yeah. it. I'm like, oh, okay. And it was cool. kind of late. So yeah. I think like I, everyone has basically already registered for one. If you were like literally, you know, worried about getting into college. Um, and so he, he took it on his own, got a perfect score and then took it with the school and got a perfect score. My God, a 36 twice. That is wild. I, we did have a kid we went to high school with who got a perfect SAT score and ACT score. Um, if you guys remember Usman Arain, he got mm. went to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> He was smart. He was smart and funny. He ran like a. He was nice. Yeah. Ran, I like yeah. that. He ran like our school's version of The Onion. We had like a satirical yeah. newspaper that he ran called The Arbiter Zeitung. Arbiter Zeitung. Yeah. I wrote, yeah. I wrote, um, I wrote I for them racial issues under a pseudonym. Yeah. What was your pseudonym? Uh, it was, oh God. It was something. Crying books. No, it, it wasn't, it wasn't Crying books. <laughs> This is, it had, um, oh God, it was something X, like, because it was a takeoff of Malcolm X, but it wasn't Malcolm. It was like Hakeem X or some shit like that. Um, But I mean, everyone knew it was me. I wish it was crying. Five black kids and one of us is good at writing. So it's basically me. Yeah, I I got in trouble one time because I wrote a whole article about tokenism and a teacher got offended. Uh, Mm. He was big man. I had his class that day and he like took me aside and been like, you don't really feel this way, do you? And I'm like, I don't, I don't believe these things. I need you to know that. I don't. I mean, I I do feel this way. And he's like, no, you don't. I'm like, okay, but (laughs) but I do though. (laughs) Okay. Anywho, back to the movies. Back to this piece of shit film. So I I know this isn't my podcast to be guiding us by do but it. i i don't know if you're going to talk about it dave and i really really it was driving me insane throughout the whole movie to the point where like it just kept bothering me mm-hmm. the fact that like they show everybody's gpa in their class rank oh my and they're god so wild okay were you going to talk about it i just really <laughs> we're going to get there okay. definitely um, well, it's just one one other thing i want to talk about first was um did you ever feel like your life depended on going to a specific school so much that you do something like this. I, I this, needed to go to never a seemed, college was all I thought. Right. Give me, give me to a college. I feel like most people are like, I'll go to a college. If it's not the best college, I'll do well. And I'll figure it out from there. But everyone yeah. seemed really focused on wanting to go to certain 
places and um, i just didn't have that experience or feel that, no, that way not at all yeah i had not spoiler alert for anna later she's just like i'm gonna go to europe i wanted to, i i did not want to go to college right after high school oh and i was like oh i think it'd be cool if i traveled or like took a gap year or something and my parents were like who's paying for this because you've like oh. never worked a day in your life and i was like yeah. i'm doing that oh so like you guys are only gonna pay for college and they're like yeah and i was like all right, guess I'm going. Fingers guess crossed. What are these six? Let me in. There's a guess whole bunch of thin letters every time. My oh, the like, thin letter is one. so sad. Mm. Well, letter. so, okay. Oh. My, my dad, if you've ever met my parents, great humans. They are great. Just very hard parents on me growing up. Mm. Um, my dad would only let me go to a state school if it was the best school for the particular discipline that I was studying in in the country. Well, you went to so, J school, so yeah, Mizzou. So I went to Mizzou J school. My choices were Mizzou J school. Um, I could have gone to University of Chicago, uh, Chicago because Oop. he worked there. Oh. I didn't get into Northwestern. That was also like the number two school Good in the country. School. Great school for, for journalism. journalism. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, yep. And then Boston had a really good communications program. But I like went to Mizzou and he was like, if you ever get out of the journalism program, like immediately you're coming home and like we're going to send you somewhere else. <laughs> when, I, when I went to Iowa, my parents just didn't care. My brother, my brother went to USC. My parents are both from California. Um, well, my dad's from South Carolina, but he moved to California after college. So that's home for us. Um, my brother went to USC and I think in the back of their mind, they thought I was going to go to USC too. And then I'm like, Oh no, no. Like I'm from the Midwest though. You guys, <laughs> like my brother, <laughs> California's home for him. Like I need to stay close to home. So I got into Iowa and they were like, all right. <laughs> that was basically about it. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to college somewhere. Okay, great. Like that's close enough. You can drive home or whatever. They love Iowa now. They've become like big Iowa football fans. But the idea of being like, there's one school I must go to, that was not my experience in the least. No. No. Again, I was just happy to get into one. I think my parents were happy I got into one. My <laughs> yeah, brothers so. were happy I got, like, everybody was just like, she did it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So the Chris Evans, it's illogical thinking. I don't, I don't, I didn't think that was anything that was like real. Well, he only applied um, to Cornell, which is insane. Which is really dumb. <laughs> That's insane. Um, Buddy, apply somewhere else. Also, exactly. fun fact, I know a person who went to high school with Chris Evans who went to Cornell. And that's Ooh. how like, I... Go Big Red. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's funny that that's his character wanted to go there. And that's how I tangentially right. know Chris Evans. Is my Get him on the pod. Call yeah, him two up. characters that want to go to the smaller Ivies, the Cornell, the... Uh, yeah. One wants to go... One, like. Oh, she didn't really want to go to Brown, but Brown, the um, lesser Ivies. Um, yeah, let's talk about these these characters a little bit. Kyle first, obviously, because he's right there on the screen, right right at the beginning. And we'll mm -hmm. talk about his three point seven GPA that puts him one hundred and fifth out of two hundred eighty one in the class. All right, all right, um, all right, all right. <laughs> That's okay. not a thing okay. right. because right. okay. So I, I made some notes here on their on their GPAs um, and their class ranks. So three point seven yeah. is one hundred and five out of two eighty one. Pretty small class, but he's basically an average student with 3.7 GPA. Okay, that's a little bit odd to me. Um, yeah. We find out that Maddie has a 2.3. Uh -huh. 
So, and he's 179. So 74 total students are between a 2.3 and a 3.7, but there's 104 students between a 3.7 and a 4.0. Then we find out that Francesca also has yeah. a 3.7, which Shocking. makes her 34th. So it's right. at least 71 students out of 281 <laughs> have exactly a 3.7. How many digits fuck is happening? 3.7 or are we going? Do we have 3.780123? It's got to be crazy. There's obviously no 4.1s. There's no AP classes at this school because a 4.0 is the second in the class. Yeah. There you yeah, go. that's Holy. what I was going to ask. Like, are there like, so like my high school GPA was technically on a 4.0 scale, but if you were in honors classes, like your grades counted for like a percentage more. So that's where like I could do really poor in my honors classes, but still be a higher rank than like kids who are A's and B levels. Um, so I was wondering, like, is it technically on a 4.0, but like, there's like finagling they finally do to make every, I don't know. I was like bewildered because I, I was like, like with the 3.7, I would have been like top 12 or top 20 in my high school. I was like, I had like a 3.3 and was 50th or something. Same. Well, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was like a 3.2 and like legit middle of my class. Like yeah. I was as average as can be. Who was our name in the top? Was Rob Hornick the valedictorian? I think so. I think he was. I think he had like a four point nine. <laughs> like yeah. he was in all AP classes for four years ago. I think I had like a four or five because. Oh my god! I, Jesus. I, again, my point one three point two over here. State schools, yeah. baby. Big. I was school. like, I was like, can I take an art class? And they're like, no. Well, well you can take AP, AP Studio yeah. Art if you want to, but um, <laughs> AP for that was a thing. Cause, cause I will also say, thing. I have no idea what my high school GPA was, but I know I barely cracked the top 25 of my high school class. Like, yeah. it was like, I knew I was on the cusp because if I wasn't in the top 25%, my parents would have like lost their shit. But I have no idea what my actual high school GPA And see, so when I applied to Iowa, they had a formula on whether you would get in. And it was like, you had to have, I think it was on, you had to have a list of I remember they waitlisted me my, my first You got waitlisted like, in Iowa? Yeah, I, I got G- in GPA low because I'm a- black, ACT baby. Average, but no, but I, I I sent my second semester grades, and they're like, yeah, come come on, bang, wow, bang yeah. full freight. I'm like, fuck you. There's That's a way too expensive. It's a hundred point scale where it's like you you take your like your class rank plus your GPA score plus like X times your your uh, GPA, and if you get over hundred, you're automatically in. And I think I was at like a 99.7. And I'm like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to go to Illinois State. No shade to Illinois State, but I wanted to leave the state. And I recall just like calling over and over again to see if I got in over Thanksgiving. I don't think it ate anything. I was just nervous as shit the whole time in California until I got accepted. But yeah. All right. Yeah, well, let's, class ranking was let's, a mess here. Let's dive into how a 3.7 GPA can make you 105 in the class. And also... <laughs> 34 34 it also it's, might make you four i don't know <laughs> it might it might do all those things kyle wants to go he's got one school he wants to go to he wants to go to cornell university school of architecture i was able to locate some rankings online just to get an idea is was cornell really the best school at the time the farthest i was able to find was back not. in 2009 was um at the time in 2009 it was the best undergraduate architecture school in the u.s I'm, but I'm truly surprised. No other categories. No I'm other categories. Wow. Not wow. Don't tell Andy Bernard. I'm genuinely surprised they did that amount of research to like make this movie accurate. Because they didn't have even to. better. 
No, the even better. He he ends up at the end of the movie going to Syracuse instead. Yeah. Guess what ranks Syracuse? Are the number two? Universe, number two. Wow. In those rankings. Still a great so great J school at Syracuse. The so he improved his score and got him to the second best school. Got to the yeah, best the, the, old, the only true fact in this movie. The only thing right. they like did the math right on was that the rest of it, like, because that's where I was like originally when I, I'm like, okay, Kyle's 3.7, 105. Ooh, this is a tough school. But then Maddie's 2.3, 74 kids separate them. And then like you, you like coast through the movie for a while. And then Francesca comes up and like same, ex- I, yeah. Yeah. The, math, make it, make it a 3.8. <laughs> like making something different. Yeah, he scored a ten twenty, which That's sounds trash. like a sounds like a little score to me. But I found out the average score in two thousand four. You you can find all these things out. Ten twenty six. My God. So okay. he's right about average. Because right I so average. so I took the PSAT in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the PSAT and also the National Achievement Scholar Test. And surprise, surprise, I am a National Achievement Scholar. So I'm in a hooray. Book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a nine ten in eighth grade. So like a ten twenty for a guy that had a three point seven. What, does he have bad test anxiety? Like why is he bad at this? So Based some on- people, some people do. Like my oh, high sure. school friends were very mad at me because I was like the dumb one of the group, but had like the second best SAT score out of all. Girl, of same. I can't. I was bad at classes, yeah. but I'm a I'm a killer on a standardized test. So like some Always people been. just don't have it. So that's why I like. Yeah. We saw Anna. She froze. I know we had. I mean, but that's a talk about it. A ten twenty for a three seven GPA, like yeah. Like, what is it? Cornell with a ten twenty. My brothers only had a ten fifty. One of them, I think, on the SAT. And they went to Ivy's, right? Yes, they did say the test got hundred and fifty points easier because they had to make it okay that I did better than them. Yeah. yeah, I just it's. They it's, also play baseball oh, and they're man. black, so like that's how we got. Uh, yeah, you get you get a leg up every once in a while. Baseball. Yeah. It's rare, but when you take it, you can take it. You take it. Yeah. They don't uh, listen to this, so they'll never know. Shit talking their SAT scores. My yeah. brother does. I think he beat me on the ACT by one. I think. I never took the ACT. I don't know. Everybody talks about. It. Never take it. You didn't, you didn't miss it. Easier. Uh huh. Um, Maddie, two point three. 179 out of, out, of, out of 281 just wants to go to the university of maryland to uh be with his girlfriend because that's terrible where she idea. is terrible uh, idea. cheating on him Couldn't i'm guessing based on that it's you in maryland okay this, so this, three. this movie damn. takes place in new jersey princeton new jersey and they, they actually that's, got that right too because that's where educational assessing services is because my dad used to work there in the 80s gotcha. so they like nailed that but i think a kid who he probably went to West Windsor High School, to be truthfully honest with you. Not there's no Princeton High School. Um, you know, putting on my New Jersey hat for you guys. Um, he could get into Maryland. It's fucking Maryland. Get out of here. Point three though, like yes. you're averaging like middle C. Like, and he's not doing any extracurriculars that I can figure out. This was at least back in the day when Maryland was in the ACC, which we can all agree is a garbage conference. Go Big Ten. You would not get into Big Ten Maryland with a 2.3 GPA. That sure. We not? would not allow you into our august family with a 2.3 GPA. Whatever. Even at Nebraska. GPA, insufficient. He gets denied. You don't get to go it, in. It, it it ends up being his suggestion that 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 they do this. Like, well, you, you know what? All this, these multi million dollar corporations just they're just deciding when where I can go to college and do all this. You know what? We should break in there. We should we should steal that test. 
And Kyle's like, no, we, we can't do that. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> can't do that. And, and he ends up, his you know. Captain America-ness. His, uh, exactly. Well, and all this, for a girl, all this for a girl who's cheating on you. Like, she's right. clearly banging other dudes. And you're like, I still need to go to Maryland. Go no, he needs to he needs to com- he needs to com- commit crimes to convince him that you know there's more out there but we'll talk about that a little later um anna right at the beginning her just yeah. staring at that one section i felt so bad for i mean i being able to just being able to fill in all the bubbles i felt good about being able to do that but she just apparently she reads one question um something about uh one of the story problems about a train to New York or something. And just, she thinks about the people on the train and not all right. you know, the, 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 the question itself. I got problems so here. I got so problems. This doesn't happen. This so, doesn't happen. No. So right. Anna, as the voiceover tells us, the future PhD with a nice ASS. Ugh. Um, gross. So a lot of terrible things about her. That Roy is just like he, he calls her like you need a pimp. I'm like, oh Jesus. Yeah, she's pimp. wearing a skinny scrap strap tank top. Right. Yeah. I don't know if yes. we're gonna get to it, but that fashion choice. Everybody That's all it takes. All... That's all it takes for people to say terrible things. Yeah. So, so for starters, um, this must have, apparently this is the first question on the test because she filled in no bubbles and got hung up on this word problem. But number two. Am I supposed to really believe she sat there making up a short story in her head for six hours and 15 minutes? It's three hours per section and a 15-minute break. She was daydreaming. Yeah, I looked it up today. She was daydreaming about this question for six hours and 15 minutes. Did she drop acid first? Because that would make (laughs) some sense to me. Do we find out what her score was? I think it's how it works. I I think she got a 0.0. Like I think she got. I think water. she got the four hundred for her name. Right. She forgot that. <laughs> she has some trouble with bubbles, so maybe um, <laughs> legit zero. I mean, you know, filling in those bubbles section. for your name. If you have a long name, it's it's rough. I'm glad I had There's a Megan name. Mills. H E R. Oh, oh, I screwed up. I got to go back. Yeah, go our, back. our buddy, our buddy Myrick Lion Tony. I probably had a hard time there. That's a lot of bubbles. Myrick Lionheart. Yeah, yeah Myrick the Lionheart Lion Tony. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that she was, was an interesting story. Crazy. Fascinating stuff. But she turns out to be like artsy, but she's got a lot of parental pressure to do something practical, like go to go go to Brown and be. What do you go to Brown? But Brown to be? is artsy. I don't. Is it? Brown? I don't know about Brown. I I don't know. But her but parents. It has, her to go it to has artsy fancy stuff. I yeah. think I think her parents wanted her to go to Brown and get an MRS degree. It was like their whole thing, like go to Brown, meet a nice brown boy, and uh, not a brown boy. I think mm. there <laughs> are like lower nice that you can get that MR. Like the tier of college I went to, like the just like the rich kids who couldn't, their parents couldn't buy their way in the Ivies. Like you know, Country Club U is what I call it. Like you can just pay for that type of school. Like Listen, that's what the Patriot League is for. If you if you want to meet a nice farm boy who's going to inherit a multi million dollar farm and sell it to Man- Monsanto, go to Iowa. There are a lot of farmers in like overalls oh driving BMWs and shit because they're selling off parcels of land for millions of dollars to factory farms. We're not going for nouveau riche here. No. We're oh, talking about they are nouveau. We want this old is, school money. Yeah, I want is, the people who newest money. 
I want the people who speculate on corn. Don't grow the corn. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is people whose family somehow survived the farm crisis in the 80s, and now they're here. <laughs> like, they barely made it. Uh, who's next? Oh, Francesca. Did you oh, notice when they, when they introduce her in the library, the first shot is an upskirt? Yes, yes I did. Holy of course holy. I noticed that. It's just right there. I'm like, okay, so this, 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 this is how we're going to start. Okay. Uh, 3.7, 34 out of 281. She's smart, but again, that 3.7 must be 3.79 compared to Kyle's 3.710, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because that's where they've decided to mean the student body, like right around this 3.7 areas where you're going to have a big hundred something person (laughs) chunk. And then there's going to be much lower and much higher after that. Um, her dad. What do you think of him? If there's only 281 kids in their class, it, yeah. it felt like they had just met each other or yeah, like a small class. stumbled across each other for the first time ever. Right. And yeah. I'm like, like, oh, Francesca, the girl that runs that website, instead of like that girl that I've been in 35 classes with since the sixth grade. Yeah, I know Francesca. Like we're, yeah. we're neighbors. Yeah. yeah. That's a kid who went like my I think my graduating class was like 221. We were all oh really fucking sick of one another by the time yeah. senior year rolled around. We I were had pushing enough. 800. Nice knowing you. I'm out of here. Um <laughs> her dad uh, just a guy who owns buildings and likes to play. He likes to fuck a lot. Yeah. I don't know. He, like he's, yeah. he's he is a player and he likes to fuck 20 year olds all day long. He does. Um and I she doesn't appreciate more of that song lyric, and I'm like, yeah. I'm a player, just crush I'm a, a lot. Player, just fuck a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Punisher, still know you did it down by law. Punisher, uptown baby, uptown. <laughs> ah, I saw he big some, pun. He has some breathing difficulties. He's a he's a big fella. The high school big pun. Yeah, his inhale was always like <gasps> every time. Uptown baby, uptown baby, <laughs> uptown baby, uptown. He got, he used to be a fit man. He was, and he was yes. He was a bodyguard, and he got shot a bunch, and it affected yeah. his metabolism or something. I saw a picture of him in Vibe magazine after he died. They posted a picture of him from like three years earlier, and he was like jacked. <laughs> he was in incredible shape. But I was once in a hotel with like his entourage. What? He was all, like, I was in Reading, Pennsylvania for a softball tournament. He was in town, I guess, for a show. We had just come back from like playing a game. And there's a bunch of us in the elevator. And his entourage, you could see him like sitting in the lobby. He was like overflowing the chair that he oh, was in. Yeah, I felt was very. Like, I was like, no, he's, two he's like walking towards us like this. Yeah. He's doing so he good. was seated. Rocking towards us. Yeah, he's rocking but towards His entourage, we were like, oh, we were here for softball, like a U16 tournament. And they're like, what's the legal age in Pennsylvania? And I was like, oh, like horrified. I think I like, told my mom. They asked him this. A scandal. Uh, I was so innocent and naive back then. Okay. Ick anyway. and ack to that. Gross. <laughs> chocolate, 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 ack. Uh, I'll, I'll just drop, drop this now. We're not going not gonna to need to save this until later. She didn't need the answers. She did this for fun. For fun. As in like an experiment or to fuck with her dad or to do she, any, any number of things. She's Ali Sheedy from Breakfast Club. I just came to detention because I have nowhere else to go. I guess. Yeah. I don't know what they were going for with that. Right. I think she was just like an angsty Atlantis Morset like listener. But you don't commit super felonies because you're angsty. You like smoke <sighs> cigarettes and go to Hot Topic. Okay, that's a super felony. Well, she she well in her fantasy sequence she commits a super felony in the commission yeah, of a robbery. She murders him. Guess, let's just talk about it now. The Matrix, I guess, was big <laughs> during during. It this was time. big. 
Oh my oh, god! You know, was it though? Wasn't the Matrix like ninety eight, ninety nine? That yes. was the first movie, but they were still making them. They were still that, making them. They're they're probably, uh, but they were between the second and the third, or maybe yeah. the third had just come out, so it was still a thing. But um, also, her her get like her whole get up was more that time frame was like more of like the the late nineties, early two thousands. Like I felt like two thousand and four was like late. she was still i mean she was still going to hot topic back when hot topic was still edgy and not like you know your rainbow bright emporium or whatever it is now but yeah the clothes they had her in were hard to to look at sometimes i I just thought the matrix her audition for black widow i was gonna say oh yeah very much like a prequel for black widow no, I I'm pretty sure that exact same thing happened in the Matrix at some point where they're like, don't move. Yeah. And they put, put your hands behind your head and then they try to take her and then she just runs around all over the place and just exactly. murders. It's, it's like a shot. Yeah. A guard. Yeah. Yeah. Neo's, a guard. Neo's girlfriend, whoever. I yeah, just watched I, this movie the other day. I, I can't think of what her name is because he's Neo. She is. I know the real actress is Carrie Ann Moss. I was going to say Ann Moss Trinity. 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 Yeah. Trinity with the, the hands up crane kick floating mm-hmm. that gets replayed a billion times in every movie. But why was it in this movie? I don't know, man. I can't explain they that. They had a couple hundred thousand extra and they just wanted to put in hey, some cool effects. And these I wires no came with the set. And they're like, you know, because everyone else's fantasies pretty but it's pretty it's pedestrian stuff it's nothing nothing too interesting and then hers yeah. it's like a full movie sequence there but there's like a, a lot of weird like cutaway dream sequences like at some point i think chris evans is like if he doesn't get into a school he's like a hobo on the street and we have to see right. that <laughs> yeah and then oh, i blacked out during that part yeah. there's like something else that happens <laughs> and someone's like this is what and then we have to actually visual and i'm like we got voiceovers. We got weird cutaway gags. Like it got, I lost well, the thread. You know what? While we're on the topic of like weird dream sequences, can we talk about uh, Chris Evans's like rallying speech when everyone's like, "I'm out on this," and he's like, "Imagine the future if." <sighs> that I, this was the was cringiest, mess. dumb shit ever. Oh my like, god! Um, audience, you couldn't hear my eye roll because I just <laughs> I heard it, Desmond. You just dropped uh, 25 and 10 against North Carolina. Oh, my God. And he's points at everyone and like, yeah. Oh, yeah. My roommate's a big fan at Brown. At Brown. And they, like, it's, oh, it's, cr- it's, it's cringeworthy. It's, it's, it's very cringeworthy. It was, I think, if I was to pinpoint one moment where the movie really fell apart for me, it was this. Like, they spent so much time on the actual heist that we didn't get any real time to establish who these characters are or like what makes them tick. I don't yeah. think we really saw any of them like do a scene by themselves independent of this plot of them like doing these test answers. So for him to have like a very heartfelt like let, let me point to each of you and tell you how incredible your life is after you get into your perfect school when you're watching Desmond drop 25 and 10. I'm just like come on like i don't i don't i don't care about any of these kids enough to go oh i'm really invested now that anna got to watch this or wasn't there but heard about it from her roommate like stop it and they play into it where each of them are like yeah and then i did this i'm like stop it fucking knock it off no one's buying roy you had money on the game like 
you don't go to college, bro. If you cover the spread, bro, I'm like, yeah, that's some, that's <laughs> that's some good. That is some good gambling uh, talk right there. Some gambling Loved. lingo. Didn't they do in the Goonies though? Like at one point, they do in a lot of stuff. Okay, I just thought like in Goonies, they're like finally found like one eye Willie's treasure, and they're trying to. Never, I haven't seen Goonies in a minute, but it, it felt it very. It happens in a lot of movies, but like it's usually when we understand what these characters like care about and like what their actual, like this just seems so unearned. Yeah, it was, like, the like, second like they, scene we'd seen Desmond. In. They try to give them like more depth later. Like I think we haven't talked about Roy. He's the narrator. Um, my fiance enjoyed that he was like an Asian stoner, so that was. I also fun. enjoyed that. Yes. That was fun. Oh yes, but they still um, made him a super genius anyway. Yes, but yeah, he's apparently really good at computers. <laughs> yeah. And all this other shit anyway. Um, how but like, yeah, they, they like gave, gave us the how, Roy thing. How like, does he have like, a 0.0 GPA though? If like, you're a 0.0, you're still a freshman. You have no, flunked out. You, you find out later he's easing the pain. His mom passed away. It was yeah. a long time yeah, ago. He still feels the pain. You still have, you have failed like, every class. You don't need you have like a, You're getting like held eight. back. Yeah. you get held back for that shit you don't just they, like flunk and then go to the next grade every year but they call him the ghost because he just kind of he calls himself a ghost let's be honest kind of moves along and, uh-huh. and no one notices until they do yeah. when when they talk out of turn in that uh, bathroom and uh, he gets brought into the plot that was something he would have forgotten what was said in that bathroom 10 seconds later <laughs> like yeah. he was not a real liability it's also a thing where like they talk about this like heist plot a lot in public places all the time so yes. like half the school has no. got to be brought in on the heist because they're yeah. talking about the basketball game very loudly at, at a packed basketball game shouting over the crowd what their plan mm-hmm. is they're in a library speaking in regular tones about uh-huh. what their plan is these fucking kids they are texting mm-hmm. each other sending yeah. emails to one another about yeah. the plan Ugh, yeah. it's they're the trash. worst cons- worst conspiracy I've ever seen. They don't do very well. They they, no. they 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 don't do very well. They might as well storm the Capitol and put videos of themselves storming the Capitol all over the internet. It's the same yeah. of like heist of thought plan. Uh, Desmond, oh my God. interesting character, terrible actor. Terrible. I thought, I, I thought it was an interesting way because he needs he has uh, whatever gpa it takes to remain eligible i thought that was fun and yeah. uh his first team all state that, that's his class rank fantastic yeah um needs 900 to get his scholarship to st john's and we're just supposed to think that he's just dumb and he's going to do terrible on both sides but we find out later he's a math he, he just gets the math and it's the verbal this, part that that just doesn't make sense to this him, is the part I guess. that they lost me when they do their they do their heist and it's like oh Turns out we don't really need to steal the answers. We're all just really good at like individual parts of this group test. Let's all, just, let's all just study and then we'll get all the answers right. I'm like, I could have done that for two weeks. Right. What take, are we take, doing? Take a prep course. I take a prep course. Take a prep course. Oh. Well, it's not that they didn't need to steal the test, as they couldn't steal the test. So their grand idea was sure. we'll just sit here and take it and yeah, write we, down we, the letters. But they're taking it and they don't have the answer. Like, the, what they're looking at on the computer screen doesn't actually say if their answer is right or wrong. But Megan, they, they show they their know. work and they just happen to get the correct they answer should. every time. Well, if, if, yeah. I, if I'm doing math, I'm bad <laughs> at The reason I'm a designer is because I'm bad at math. My brother's an engineer. He's much smarter than me. If I, if I was doing math and every time I showed my work, the answer that I got was also one of the answers I could choose from. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting this right. 
I I don't know what that feels like. It probably feels great. Magical thing is like if this number of quarts of milk, whatever, and someone goes nine, and then Desmond's like, no, no, it's but eight, they're, and they're like, oh, eight. D is eight. You got it right. It's like, no, they're, no. But they're looking at the answers, and eight right. was also an answer. Like that's why I'm like, <laughs> right, yeah. it's true. I'm so confused. They, they they hand waved the fact that all of them are like legitimate super geniuses, and if they just try to take the SAT, they'll just get a perfect score anyway. Just like, together, what? they have to take it together though. You got to take all those little pieces of the brain. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Fuck out of here. They had to divvy it up because it was going to take so long. I still don't think the SATs take six hours. That sounds wild to me. I would never. That sounds like a long time. Three hours per section with 15 minutes of break between. I thought the ACT was, I thought the the ACT was like, we took like a PSAT or something in the morning and we took the ACT in the afternoon maybe? The PSAT was in eighth grade for me. Because that's how you got okay. into the National Achievement Scholar book, which our parents own. Uh, some, oh, no, no. It was, it was the, the Indian Prairie Achievement or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that was our state tests. In, in the morning, and then you took the ACT in the afternoon. Yeah, I, but I, the, the, I, I, I looked I, it up today. I can't imagine I did like, that three times. I don't believe I, I did that three times. I, 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 I believe you did that. I believe well, you, you know, did I took some SAT2s, so that was a bunch of bullshit. What a racket that was. They've um, added a second. They've added a new segment to it because when I was when I was a kid, away. it was just writing verbal. And then now they, they a, had the verbal, and then they took it back. Oh, they, they got they they got rid of the writing section. Okay, this yeah. year actually. Well, then yeah, I don't know. The, I looked it up today, and it said two three hour sections with a with fifteen minutes between. Okay. I don't think it was that long. I I did That's not see long from I I left my ACT relatively early on. I'm like I did fine. I'm out of here, guys. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I thought that was just weird that they're like, well, if we do it together, we're going to get it right because we, we have the power. It's just the test, the pressure. But as Megan said, they're, they're not checking. There's no way to check to see if they got their answers right. But no, they, exactly. they just had faith in each other. They used the secret. They just manifested it and these answers are Bonded right. it over no. it. Um, Nobody has time for it. If there's get one, out of here. One other thing I can point out about the heist that really drove me insane they have to have like the people outside watching because like they need flashlights and it's got to be like you got to turn your flashlight off because someone's coming. Um, I don't know if you noticed the lighting in this building at the wee hours and the it was bright as fuck in there. So I don't know what they needed flashlights yeah. for. Yeah. Well, and and frankly, and bright flashlights because it would reflect yeah. like they had through multiple windows and like outside into the woods. They were using spotlights. There there is one security guard in this whole building. Um, there are several options. Have uh, Francesca or Anna like seduce him and lead him on. Don't actually okay. do anything, but just no. for a little bit. Uh, cold form <laughs> seems to work just fine. There's, make a distraction elsewhere in the building and lead him to that. There's one yeah. guard. There's a better way to do this than having like three of you guys on lookout who are terrible at looking out. Get a delivery of roses and champagne to a oh, guy at, at one a.m. Apparently, I don't know. I, I don't know. Your Maybe. secret admirer. It, it's it seemed to work for a while until they startled him, and then he came up there and yeah. ruined everything. But Francesca's like, oh well, he doesn't come around this area for like hours, and I'm like, <laughs> well, what? Are you, it's like a not, It's not that big of a building. Like, what is he how, doing how do for you know hours? Are you there overnight regularly? Yeah. Like, know his schedule and know his place, his like routine of his steps you don't know they also didn't wear any gloves so they're just leaving gloves everywhere yeah 
They did put masks yeah. on though. So that's three movies where we had masks. Let's talk about these masks. get into the masks? Well, two of them wore masks. One of them is an idiot and should be punched <laughs> in the face. Maddie, but he could get into Maryland. I hold true. I hold firm to that. You can get into ACC Maryland. You you get extra points if you say on your Maryland application, I wore a scuba mask instead of putting a snorkel, like a, a snorkel, a snorkel and goggles. But, uh, whatever, whatever. You want to wear the goggles. goggles. Mask. The goggles will cover most of your face fine. Why the fuck are you breathing through the snorkel? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just breathe regular air, man. What are you doing? That one camera, man, you just, you just got to get past there, and then you don't have to really look at anything. You can put the mask up, but you just got to be breathing in there heavily. That was really something. Well, and, you know, um, when, they, when they made their yeah. plan, they never mentioned masks. That was not part of the plan that they ever devised. And beyond that, um, if you're going to wear a mask, like wear a real mask. If not, put a scarf over your face. Wear a hoodie do something it was supposed to be funny i think that we see him like bang into shit fall down everywhere and all that stuff it is oh, hilarious yeah. i'm like if i'm yeah. in the if i'm in the the heist with this guy i'm leaving him behind like you get caught <laughs> you fucked up hope you get yeah. caught bye you didn't mention that like scarjo wears some sort of halloween get up where it's yeah. like a decap she doesn't have a head yeah. it's like just the neck just over the neck, i don't know i, don't know if I did not like that the neck stump. it's gross but does she still manage to walk without you know bumping into things <laughs> or like off of the weird camera? Eye holes. Yeah, there were eye holes uh-huh. in the neck. I'm no weird. Yeah. Um, Desmond's mom. I thought she was uh-huh. a very interesting character. The way that she sassy black mom uh, took yeah. to Roy and I was like, "Yeah, Roy, you're an interesting guy." And, and they show up at, at his house where he has no parents and lives by himself. <laughs> apparently, it shows. But yeah, this, his, this, dad, his this, mom died. Where's his dad? Mom died. Dad. Work. Dad, yes. Yeah. That's that's fair. That's that's fair. But we just it's a uh, it's another pattern that we've seen in a lot of these movies. Just no parents, no teachers around. Caribbean coaches. And uh, people just doing what they're doing, and uh, the way that they can. She she really kind of just turns Roy's life around. Very interesting way. In one conversation. In one convo, just like oh. All right, I, I haven't had this in, in my life in a long time. This is this this is good. Somebody telling me to give a shit. This is she, this is great. She just said something weird to him, and I was like, "Woof." We literally like had minutes before learned that Roy's mom is dead, and that's why he smokes pot all the time and doesn't do anything. Very it's, late into the film, the heist has already been completed. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then D- Desmond and his mom show up at Roy's house. She's very upset and is like. You know those that saying those times when people say, "Thank the Lord, my mother isn't here, isn't around to see this." I was like, I don't know if that's no, that's appropriate. Not 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 when your parents are dead, man. You say that like I'm happy that they're home, safe and sound, asleep right now. Not like I'm happy my mom is dead for this. No one's ever yeah. seen before. True. No one's. Yeah, ever I thought seen. that was just a weird. I was like, who did this? Well, <laughs> the writing in general is it's questionable. It's, it's but that bad. one, I was just like. I caramba. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating, fascinating character. Um, smart kid who just likes to smoke pot and just kind of drift around school. Um, he overhears him in, in the bathroom, becomes part of the plot, and just likes to smoke pot because it's something to do. Well, you know, um, Dave, there was yeah. a kid that you went to school with whose brother was basically the same as this. 
Um, I used to break dance with a kid named Victor Chang. Yeah. And his brother Oliver, I think, was like a legit like burnout stoner who is like a legitimate computer genius and is also Asian. Yeah, right. <laughs> it seems like the same as this kid. I think Oliver got a job at like Google or some shit last time I heard what he was up to. I haven't talked to Victor in a long time, but yeah. Yeah, I think they're very similar, only like he had really hardworking, overachieving parents who were like, Oliver, get your shit together. You're a smart kid. Like, go to class. Right. But that, that's the only thing, like, was there at any point where we learned that, like, before they call him in to have him hack the password, did, were we given any inkling that Roy is some sort of idiot savant when it comes to oh, computers yes. and math and stuff? When, yes. when, they, when they were having yes. a meeting at the... Uh, at the Matthew Lillard apartment at uh, at Wine Tuesday, wine Tuesday oh, which wine is fantastic. Wine tasting, wine tasting. You're here on Wine Tasting Tuesday. That and, was uh, hilarious. Fantastic. Oh Scarlett Johansson's like, oh, I can't, ah, I can't figure this coding out. Oh. Does anyone else know how to code? And he pops over and does it. And he's like, easily. oh yeah, oh, I okay. guess I know how to code. Just because uh, you can code doesn't mean I'd be able to like crack passwords. And also, he didn't that that crack is the my password. yeah. He, he doesn't really crack it. He's just like, I see no, something. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just this gonna. This guy's into that... boobs, and I'm a horn dog, so I can. Get there you go. <laughs> and we've also never seen took. what the password is. Like we we see that he guesses wrong twice, and then guesses right based on this picture of this dude with like a bikini model. I'm not sure what he fucking put in. They never tell us. Right. Yeah. But he has, has nothing to do with his ability to be smart or code. No. True. He's got, he's got a plus twenty perception to all my Dungeons and Dragon nerds out there. Like I don't. I, I can't explain how he knew what that was. Yeah, it's all up there, and he makes weird faces all the time, which is fantastic. He's just like, That's his I'm, gonna go, I'm just gonna go sideways, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. listeners, you can't see it. Dave's making faces. What? Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little more about the heist. I think. Um, okay. They break in. Yes. The security's incompetent. Yes. Yeah. It, it breaks down into like several just deep conversations with people that basically just helps them realize who they really are oh, through geez. a heist, mm-hmm. which is In fantastic. I mean, I mean, you'd prefer that they do it like not by breaking the law, but it was nice to see that people like, that's, I'm just going to be who I am and that's okay. We find that out the next day afterwards when they get into this massive open area of like a gym or like a field house area and they're like, I don't know how to take the answers. I don't need to take the answers. Nobody oh needs God. to take the answers. Let's just be who we are. Oh, Maddie went to all because, last night, guys. <laughs> all, all because we, we, we met new girlfriends and boyfriends and we're all good. Yeah. That's kind of the way that it ended. Yeah. <laughs> During the heist. It, it was, uh, no, they, they answered their own questions, maybe didn't get some of them right. And then <laughs> got away. Maddie's the one who takes the fall. And we see a guy peeing over him. Which was, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a real pee, which Maddie, made me uncomfortable. Maddie takes the fall and also adds on a whole new felony on top of whatever else he was going to get arrested for. All he had to do was like run up and be like, oh, you caught me. I'm trespassing. Instead, he's like, let me add larceny to this. I'm going to steal this computer in front of the uh, yard. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was back when the new thick computer monitor was like 500 bucks. So that's, that's also, no good. I was convinced watching everything until the very end of this that Anna and Desmond were going to be like paired together. Very much. The Her vibes look, that she was giving yeah. to him. I'm like, 
she wants that basketball D. And to see her just go with Kyle for no reason, I'm like, yeah. word? Hmm. You sure? Yeah, I don't know if we needed relationship elements. We did not. To any of <laughs> So unnecessary. Thank you, MTV, for showing no, bullshit. I, I had put down these these two people as like p- potential like talk about the romance part, but it's so it's not it's not a thing. It's, it's, it's not cool. worth talking about more than just to say, not sure why this happened to both of them because they I guess they they spent a week together planning a heist and then did said heist and now they're Man, it, it was so stupid. I don't Francesca know. and Maddie. I could see her being like, you jumped on a grenade to save me. We'll hook up over this. That's about as far as that should have gone. Anna and Kyle, I'm like, what? What? You guys had the least chemistry of anyone in this crew. Roy and Anna had more chemistry than Anna and Kyle did. And Desmond and Anna had like legit chemistry. And she looks like a bootleg Julia Stiles. This could have been Save the Last Dance Part 2. I was literally, I literally wrote down in my notes, and I think I texted you guys. I was like, "Who is this terrible version of Julia Stiles?" Julia Stiles. If you guys have seen Parenthood, she's in that, and she's great in that in that show. She's mm. really good in Parenthood. Isn't she in like Crash or some movie where she becomes like a drug right. addict? For a long I time, know. I thought she was the commander's wife in um, uh, Handmaid's Tale. They oh no. They do oh, look very similar. They look similar, but yeah, Ivan Strahovski. That's yes. right. Yeah, but she she is in Parenthood. She's very good in that. She's not a bad actress. I'm just like you don't. You're just gonna put her with this dude just because. I mean, Desmond is over here heading to the NBA somehow. Like, jump on that train. She was in traffic, so that's what I was thinking. When she's like, that's, I'm going to travel. Yes, I was like, crash. oh, this is, this is where she's going to become she like, plays, the, this is where she smokes crack. She, it's either crack the rocks. senator or the or the congressman's daughter who gets yeah. addicted to heroin smoking, yeah. or is it smoking, oh, yeah. whatever. And that, uh, I don't know if we can fit that movie onto this podcast. We can try, but uh, we can prob- probably can't. Goodfellas first. Um, let's see. Post, post-heist. Um see uh the matthew lillard uh chris evans heart to heart at the end get out of here because they're i i assume they figured that we have matthew lillard for another six hours let's (laughs) add him in here being like hey bro you're supposed to be the good one i'm the fuck up what are you doing yeah basically the convo that 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 they had um i live above the garage i don't i don't live in the house still that counts but um i didn't know what it was but i said i don't understand this whole thing about every christmas we sit up and talk about that was weird it made what in no sense it was that uh, he goes to bed was, and y'all stay up every christmas it, uh, uh, unless your it. brother's 20 years older than you and and, <laughs> and is he, he just stays up with your say you're like 60 year old parents and he's like 40 and you're like a young kid which doesn't make any sense but uh, I'll, I'll tell you, Matthew Lillard was acting his ass off in that heart to heart. And I'm so like, what it. movie do you think you're in? <laughs> this is earlier, he was, I was like, is Maddie like, or not Matt, I don't know what the hell this character's name is. Larry. Maddie Lillard. Larry. Larry. Shit. Yeah. Um, 
I was like, is he like, is the plot line here that like there's some sort of mental deficiency or something? Could have been. I didn't understand what was going on. And then to give this like beautiful like heart, I was like, wow, Matthew Willard, I don't know what the hell is happening, but I enjoyed this little coda. Mind you, I think it was one scene prior to this, we saw him playing a song where the dryer buzzer was his accompanying musician. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like composing the smoke on the water, and, I think. Yeah, bah, bah, smoke on the bah. water. It's like you know, not hard to play on a guitar. Just play smoke on the water. Yeah, it's, it's not that hard song to play. Hey Matthew, take this guitar and see what you can do out of it. It's like you man, know what man, I'm gonna do. Man. You guys get ready for this. You guys get ready. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Oh, and man, it was uh, it was acceptable. It was acceptable. Uh, I didn't accept it. <laughs> they went through all that trouble and all but. Actually, none of them used the answers, right? None of them. None of them did. No. Them. Roy like, ended up, yeah. We did it for this or something? Or what? That entire scene in that room was so stupid. I was like, what is this? It felt yeah, like and where is, their, where is their room? It, like, uh, where were they? The, the wood gym. It felt like MTV had to shoehorn that scene in to be like, okay, yeah. guys, like, please don't actually try to do this. Yeah. Like, Every standardized test I took, the fucking school was locked down. You were yeah. in that room or yes. you were in one area and that's the where you stood. doctor looking at you the entire time. The people hanging out in a big, like, unattended room <laughs> next to there and they're talking about how they're going to use the answers that they stole. Yeah. Just handing out the... answer keys. Yeah. So right. everybody come in this room. Hand come in this little quiet keys. room and hear I'm me not... visibly handing <laughs> slips of paper to everybody. I'm not room. sure how you're going to use those in the room. They're pretty big. <laughs> You're going to get caught. Yep. If you want to put a number on a dream, then to hell with them. I know who I am. God, is that sick? Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. He sucks. <laughs> Captain America. I, I love the Captain America movies, but that, that was just that was stupid. Bad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> And it's just that this, 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 this one line, I, I, this, this thought that I had at the very end, I'm like, it took committing a burglary and breaking and entering to realize it's okay to be who you are. Is that, is that basically what we're trying to say here? In this yeah, movie? Man. I, I just, don't. Just commit, commit an all night fraud, an all night forgery, breaking and entering, steal some shit, and then be like, you know what? I thought I was looking for the test answers, but what I really found was myself. was myself. Get out of here. Stop. You only see us. You don't go to college now. Like you only see us as the brain. The nerd. It, yeah. It, oh. oh. Oh, the brain. The nerd. Don't they finish with that don't. simple plan too? Yeah. They oh do. no. The song one one of the best one of my favorite songs. They they played during the credits. I love that song. Well should we By do the here? Uh, it's a couple songs and it's and they're fun. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mic check. Quick, quick mic check. Why not? Mic check. One, two, one, two. Mic check. One, two. Microphone check. One, two. Of course, because someone's getting high in the movie and it's the early to mid 2000s, you have to have Afro Man because I got high. A little on the nose. <laughs> It's it's in so many movies where people are just like, where either that they just finished the bong rip and you hear the bubbles, or mm-hmm. you see a nice little puff. Even in a bathroom, I'm sure it's been in other scenes. I that just shows up. Like smoke two joints, Colt forty five, 
uh, Dr. Green Thumb yeah. by Cypress Hill. There's better ones to go with. This is a little bit too no. obvious. I'm sure the estate of Bradley Knowles, like this piece of shit movie, no fucking way. <laughs> it's an MTV um, it, 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 He's probably, M- MTV hasn't done enough for me. Um, <laughs> when uh, Desmond rolls up in the uh, Escalade and he's playing song by Little John and the East Side Boys featuring the oh. Yin Yang twins. Good Get low because you know he's in an Escalade. Again, a little on the nose. It's not even a little player. on the nose. It's someone's doing this. Yeah, someone's the touching entire... their nose. It's a, on the nose. The black basketball player in the big SUV blasting Lil John. I'm like, it's a little bit on the nose. Give me some people. Yeah. yeah. The movie opens with a movie. I don't know if you've heard of the band. It's American Hi-Fi. Mm-hmm. They did a song called Flavor of the Week. If you, yeah, if you remember. Yeah, they did. Just the flavor of... Uh, it's called Teenage Alienation. That's... That's kind of fun. There's a simple plan song sprinkled in there called Crash and Burn. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, when they're getting ready to all get together to start the heist, Foo Fighters donated their song. because I, I know they charge a shit ton for royalties. They, they must have donated this one all my life. Fantastic song. This, this, it's, this genuinely, to me, felt a little bit like hearing Walking on the Sun and Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, there was a moment where not only were the Foo Fighters like a cool band, they were like the coolest band. We've got a very close friend. Um, mm-hmm. Don't my, start. <laughs> my, former, my former lead singer in my band, Eric Bramwell, if you guys haven't heard, he's on the Varsity Blues episode. Um, he is like a serious, serious Foo Fighters fan. He's got two Foo Fighters tattoos. I don't love them anywhere near as much as he does. But when I heard this start, I'm like, it is weird to think that there was a time when you could play a Foo Fighters song in a teen movie unironically. I was like, this song fucking slaps. <laughs> like, it it's does. a weird fucking feeling. Yeah. And then at the beginning of the credits, I remember this. Uh, they even talk about, I want to say Maddie says something about uh, I, I know all the best tracks off the latest Atari's disc. Yep. He calls it a disc. I'm like, Jesus. Disc. Um, it's a song called In This Diary, which is, give it a listen sometime. I'm not going to sing it. Um, <laughs> being grown up isn't half as fun as growing up. These are the best days of our lives. Mm. It's true. Or is it? College was better than high school for me. High school was fine. Oh, college. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. College. Yeah, it's true. College maybe, maybe, maybe it's a lie. It's yeah. all a lie. High school was we'll, good. We're we'll looking at it that way. Shit. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. Good times, man. Dave, are we going to get into any iconic lines? Should we do some potent quotables? What did you say? If you got some, I don't do have it. any. You there got some it? in here. There's some in the notes. Oh yeah, there. Uh, there's some acceptable lines. I do have okay. one. I take it. I have one. Go ahead. Do uh, they they do this multiple times. I only wrote down one of these, um, but they do multiple times. Like it might always be Roy. Maybe Maddie has one of these, but uh, where they they explain what the um, initials in SAT stand for, and I think it's like. Very maybe the first line of the movie SAT suck ass test. That's what that stands yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Suck ass test, really. It's true. The SAT okay. is about who you'll be. 
so that's what they seem to think about. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I guess. What, one of my favorite lines is by Scarlett Johansson. I, I'm pretty sure she said it. She goes, well, gosh, Pacey, I don't think you and Dawson have a plan. Yeah, she was snarky. That was, that was a nice little drop. I like that one. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, lines. Like, hella bitchy at like Anna when she popped in. I don't know. We don't have to get yeah. that. Sorry. Territorial, it felt like to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was a Velma and uh, Daphne situation, I thought, between those two. You're driving. It's late. You get to a red light in the middle of nowhere. Do you run the light? It depends. On what? Am I trying to get somewhere important? God, this fucking movie. I and that say, turns her. She joins the plot after yeah, he says like, Oh, I guess you're right. I will say um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the first times that I, I gave my wife like a one eyebrow raised look was when I found out that she runs red lights if it's like four in the morning and no one's in the intersection. I'm like, oh my what? God, what? <laughs> like, I feel like waiting a while and it's not changing. And it's I, I the listen. state of Iowa? I was raised black. I'm not going to run a red light. My wife is like, yeah, there's no one coming. I haven't seen another car in three hours. We're living in Iowa. I'm blowing through that shit. I'm like, oh my God. You're That's fair. Agree. I agree. That's wild. Criminal. Sometimes you're like waiting and you're waiting and you're like, what is Because no that's coming. the law. They timed them for a reason. We're waiting. We're timing it. They timed them for a reason. You're a smart boy, Roy, but there's a lot of Dumb dribbling out of your mouth right now. Uh, a line Jeez. my mother would tell me if I was good at basketball. Duh. Larry saying tonight is wine tasting Tuesday like like it's just a normal thing. It's the pancake breakfast, Ron. We do it once a month. We do it once a month. <laughs> he also says, word of advice, never take advice from anyone who lives above a garage. Yeah, That's he fair. hates himself. He is he does. self-loathing. He's... Sad sack. What is he, like 24? Your whole life's ahead of you. Having a great wine tasting Tuesday. You have friends. That party was banging. Thing. Yeah, a lot of friends. A lot of people there. A lot of folks there hanging out. Princeton, New Jersey. Nice. Yeah. Good party. Oh my god, <laughs> you guys! Uh, I think we did it. I we made we, it. We survived this yeah. fucking movie. Hooray! Um, one of the things that we like to do on this pod is take a look at a minor character and see if this is like the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it is time for an IMDB deep dive. Dave, who are we diving on this week? You talked about her earlier. I, I, as soon as you guys were talking about it, I'm not going to say anything to continue what you were saying. Uh, Vanessa Angel. Uh, she, she I thought you were be like, Erica Christensen. And I was like, even, oh, we ruined even it. Better, even better. No, she's at a, she's, she's still working. She's, she's, yeah, she's busy. All, all that stuff. Um, okay. Vanessa Angel, she played one of the ETS executives. Roy was in her office, comes walking in, yeah, I mean, and then does a lot of inappropriate, a lot of inappropriate weird, and then he kind of does some sort of fantasy thing. He's like, just making a lot of funny faces. It becomes badges um, all of a sudden. She's got a career going back to the mid '80s. Her first movie, Spies Like Us. Oh, I've never seen that one with uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Um, her biggest movie that I remember her from was Kingpin. Oh yeah, she was when they went to that private bowling alley with that random rich guy, and they were gonna gamble to play, and she's supposed to distract uh, the Randy Quaid character yeah, to try like and get him in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. very good in that movie. A uh, bunch of other movies. Uh, she was in King of New York. 
Bill remembered her from the TV version of Weird Science, which I was like, yes. Oh, was she you? was she like the back when it was on USA? USA, the, like the, the main hot lady that comes out of the computer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. A full decade it. after that movie came out. Yeah, <laughs> and then a bunch of years. Shit back. Yeah. bunch years. of. Bunch of interesting movies that I never heard of that are definitely direct to DVD: Camouflage, Fire Trap, Out for Blood, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses Two, <laughs> Super um, Babies, Sharks, and then she was in Raging Sharks. Oh, um, she was in Pop Star, not the Andy Samberg one, oh. but the Aaron Carter one. Oh, which was the thing. God, her last really big movie was the uh, Fairly Brothers Hall Pass. She played a similar character from the Kingpin. Um, and then wow. on TV, uh, Baywatch, uh, Melrose Place, a couple of episodes of Murder, she wrote. And then, yeah, w- Weird Science from 94 to 98, she plays Lisa. It's one of the main roles. That in show that lasted movie. until 98? Right? Yeah, four years, man. Uh, they would show it after 10 p.m. and be like, like oh, 91, 95. They'd show it after 10 p.m. and be like, it's about to get sexy, everyone. Let's yeah. watch it. 10 p.m. After yeah. wrestling. Yeah. I was- Reading one of her credits, because I thought it said mm-hmm. Puppy mm-hmm. Master versus Demonic Toys, but it's Puppet Master oh. versus also weird. I, I, also master, puppy master. I also saw Puppy Master, so I'm going to stick with that. Um, I, saw, I saw Puppet, and I was like, mm-mm. Puppy Ver- Masters Ver- versus Demonic Toys. Veronica's Closet. Um, oh, like oh she was on an episode of Entourage. Oh. I remember that. All right. Where she played herself. Yeah, then an episode of Californication with uh, David Duchovny. Which and, you uh, loved. We could not get into it. You tried hard to get us to like that show. It was post Entourage. We'd already seen the whole Hollywood thing play out, yeah. and it was our generation, it was younger guys. And then we see like an older guy doing the same thing, watching Californication. It just didn't connect with us. I think Bobby I still watched it because we I'm a big into, Duchovny fan. We were super into uh, Big Love during that time. And yep. we didn't need another one to come on. And I think yeah. you guys also might have watched um, True Blood, which I was not watching at that time. But that's also a similar time. Tony's hey, like, don't love it. This is what Tony said: two episodes. Give me two episodes, and we'll stop. We watched those two episodes. Like, should you do anything tonight, or can we watch like two more? And we just kept watching fucking episodes. That wow. True Blood is addictive. Yeah. I watched that whole just... first season with my mom and my brother. Don't ask me why. It's a weird show to watch with your family. One of the best, weirdest intros of a TV show that I've ever seen. I love that song. Played with a yeah. Want to do bad things to you? That's a great song. Great song. Great song. Meanwhile, Bob and I were over here getting high as fuck watching Mormons make bad decisions. Shh. Gene Triplehorn, man. Shh. Knocking. Yeah. Killing it. Oh my God. All right. Uh, well, that does bring us to the end of our podcast. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to end up some superlatives. Um, again, fuck you very much for giving us a postscript. Stop fucking doing that. Like, you ruined my whole steez. We're going to ignore that as usual. Uh, Desmond is most likely to play professional basketball in 12 countries over the span of 15 years, none of which will be the U.S., um, they have a very prescient moment where he's like, yeah, he's too, what do they say? He's too small to play the four and too slow to play the three. Like, yeah, he is. He's not yeah. He's not suited for either position. <laughs> He'll have a great career with Panathiakos for yep, three Panathiakos, years. Panathiakos, Olympiakos. Um, there you go. Yeah. What's that? Uh, Dinamo Kiev? <laughs> He'll be fine. He'll be fine. These are great teams. These are yeah. great teams. 
Uh, Roy is most likely to triple check to be sure a job doesn't have a drug test before applying. Yep. Anna is most likely mm -hmm. to kill it at Sarah Lawrence. She's going to be great oh, at Sarah. Sarah Lawrence or Vassar. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's yeah. to piss off her parents. That's like 60 grand a year in tuition. Yep. Just spending a lot of money at Sarah Lawrence. Oy, oy, oy. Uh-huh. Francesca is most likely to blast AFI and My Chemical Romance while taking her kids to soccer practice. Uh, yeah. AFI still fucking rips. Like, Miss Murray they really do. is legit. I would yep. put that in front of, front of Cam and go to soccer practice. <laughs> um, Maddie is most likely to change his mind about taking over his dad's septic business after seeing how much rent costs. We didn't yeah. talk about that. There's a whole running gag in these movies where it's like, oh, if I don't go to college, you got to take over my dad's successful business. I'm like, yeah, just fucking do that. Like you, bro. Jesus. White yeah. people problems. Um, Kyle is most likely to use his architecture degree to build strip malls in the suburbs. That's yep. where it's going. You're not going to build skyscrapers. We're done with that era of America. You're building. You're right. You can build like tiny homes. That's Frank to Austin and build a bunch of skyscrapers. They got yeah. Frank Geary. They got IM Pay. They don't need Kyle, whatever your last name is. <laughs> Kyle Anonymous. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Anonymous. <laughs> um, the next movie here goes to Megan. Megan, what are we going to watch next? I'm so excited about this. I totally right. forgot that it was like a movie and then Dave was the other day was like hey should we watch any basketball movies during the month of March Where's this yes going? we should yes. And I said, yes we should and we are gonna watch oh oh my god yes <laughs> oh no it's just oh is that also no, Julia Stiles and Sean Patrick I, I know it's a I know it's a <laughs> it's Julia Stiles Mackay Pfeiffer and Josh Hartnett just get excited. I'm about to say, Josh Hartnett enters the, the ring. Squinty ass Josh Hartnett has entered the chat. Enter, yeah, enters the chat. Okay, shoes, it is Makai, shoes, not Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a, re, a reprise of the Save the Last Dance duo, but it is Makai Pfeiffer. Oh, shit. I am Pay is dead. <laughs> like, right now? No, he, he, I, I said he was like, he's one of the people that they look to to Build tall you buildings. Frank Geary and I am pay. Uh, Frank Geary's still alive. But well, I, good. Uh, when did I am pay die? 97, 98? Uh, 2019. He was 102 oh. years old. Oh my God. Oh my God. A lot longer oh. than I thought. It's okay. We're going to watch O, you guys. Yeah. Shakespeare. Love it. Shakespeare. <laughs> Do they call him a more in the, in the movie or is that? Like, I, I certainly hope they don't. <laughs> Yikes. Oh no, Megan! Why Everything. Wait, the headline. Oh no! The headline on this movie cover says "Everything comes full, full circle." Dot dot dot. Oh, based, based on the play, oh. yeah, yeah, it kind of, it kind of, kind of does. Oh, ellipsis. All right, All right guys. sweet. That does it for this week's episode. Um, if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five-star review. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gown Pod, uh, R E C A P N G O W N P O D, and join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. Um, we're going to keep on talking shit about this movie all week in there, I feel like. So join the group, join into the conversation. We have a good time in there. Uh, if you didn't like what you heard, just like it did to Maddie, the SAT will pimp out your girlfriend. <sighs> Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. <laughs>